Hello and welcome to Dedicated Packers, the podcast where we do care about the Green Bay Packers. And we don't care about anything else. Let's go. Alright, hello, and welcome back to Dedicated Packers. Today, we will be discussing the future of the Green Bay Packers, what that could potentially look like, sort of the different options for what it will look like. But first, let's just touch on a couple of other things. First of all, as you all most likely know, the Packers season is over at this point, under Matt LaFleur, we've had a first seed, a bye week. We've had divisional round losses and championship losses after those first seeds and those bye weeks. We have all also now been a bad team trying to sneak in under Matt LaFleur, and we've lost in that way. The issue, of course, with the bad team model being that we're, we're a bad football team. So I guess the only thing left to do to try and win a Super Bowl is to try to be the two, three, or four seed, get into the playoff that get into the playoffs that way, and go from there to win the Super Bowl. So I guess that should be the goal of the Green Bay Packers. Get into the playoffs as a three or four seed. Stop with this one seed crap, stop being that good. Stop with the seven seed crap, stop being that bad. Get in as a two, three, or four seed. That should be your conclusion from this season. But anyway, with the season over, we have just a little bit of news. We don't have any Rodgers news yet. Um, he met today with the Packers. He also met yesterday with the Packers. So maybe they discussed his future. I assume he's going to take a couple of weeks or maybe even a month or so to make his decision. Last year, it took him something like a month. And we... We know that he's going to want to let the emotions settle before he makes his final decision. LaFleur had a season-ending press conference where we didn't get a whole lot of information, more so just a bunch of coach speak. He did say that he doesn't expect many coaching changes to his staff, which, I mean, is stupid if that's actually what he plans on doing. And when mentioning Barry, LaFleur said that he absolutely expects him to be back, which, again, absolutely ridiculous. I can go off on that as soon as we're pretty certain that Joe Barry's sticking around, which, I mean, you all, we are pretty certain that Barry's sticking around, but as soon as we're almost totally sure that he's sticking around. On Rodgers, LaFleur, unsurprisingly, said that he wants him back, so if Rodgers comes back, I presume the Packers are going to absolutely keep him around, and there's no reason to believe that they would trade him. With that, let's talk about the future of the Green Bay Packers because the Packers are in a very strange place. Their title window is quickly closing, if not absolutely shut, after having really the last three or four years or so to just totally go all in and try to win a Super Bowl. With most teams, as their window comes to a close, they're losing their star quarterback, whatever's causing their window to close, they head into full rebuild mode. You can look at the New Orleans Saints, the LA Rams, right now, but the Packers, meanwhile, don't need to necessarily do that. Sure, their window right now is closing slash closed, but they have more options than teams like the Saints and Rams do because they have a lot of talent on their roster that is young, and they have a young QB who I wish they would actually let play. So, 
we're sort of going to discuss the day today the four options uh, that the Packers could choose to follow in terms of moving forward into 2023, what those options each mean for the long-term and short-term team future. And we'll also do a quick mention of what you can sort of expect to be done if the Packers choose to go down that path when the decision of you know the path that they choose to go down is fully made then i will totally discuss corresponding moves that you should expect whether it be cutting a bunch of guys trading for guys signing free agents whatever it is that is sort of where we're at so option one is all in all in run it back run it all back the packers they in this option are going all in and a lot of people on twitter and elsewhere, like to complain about the Packers not going all in. The Packers, as they've talked about, these complainers on Twitter, don't usually go all in, and it is frustrating, but it's because the Packer way, which, by the way, is a book by Ron Wolf that I absolutely intend to read this offseason, is basically about never rebuilding, always keeping the championship window open. And the key to that, that's never rebuilding you always want to be competing idea is that you never fully fully commit to a season you get rid of players a year too early as opposed to a year too late and you rebuild and not rebuild you build the team through the draft and keep developing your foundation through the draft but the Packers have sort of abandoned this Packer way and this is why the complainers on Twitter are kind of, their, their complaints are mystifying to me. Because in 2021, and definitely 2022, the Packers have gone all in. In 2021, the Packers didn't move on from Rodgers. They didn't start a new era. Instead, they devoted everything to winning a championship that year. It didn't happen. They were knocked out in the divisional round. Now, you could still argue that... That was sort of in line with the Packer way because Rodgers' contract was coming up after the 2021 season, so they didn't mortgage any sort of major future window to win that year aside from just pushing a couple of contracts back. However, what happened in the 2021 season, 2021 offseason and going into this season was absolutely against the Packer way. They re-signed their MVP quarterback for around $115 million guaranteed. They kept him around for what looks like, at this point, a year too long. And now, very possibly more than a year, two or three years too long. If they keep going, well, then they might even be mortgaging their future at quarterback. So, option one is basically continuing this. Continuing this beholdenness to your MVP quarterback, continue to push everything to the future and go all in right now. Rodgers, what would happen in this case, Aaron Rodgers, he won't retire. If he retires, this option's out the window. He's not going to retire. The Packers would keep around all of their best but expensive players. That means Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, Preston Smith, all guys that are under contract but are guys that might be, you know, the Packers might be willing to cut them if they choose not to go with this option. They'll draft undoubtedly some 
key players. They'll sign a bunch of key free agents, and they're going to use all of that to build a team in 2023 that needs to win the Super Bowl. They're going to do everything that they can to win the Super Bowl. They're going to push everything to the future. They're going to stick with their former MVP quarterback. And in the short term, hopefully you get a really, really good team, some really, really good results, like you got in 2021, maybe in 2020, and then hopefully you win a Super Bowl. The long-term future, however, does not look good. In just a year or two, the Packers are going to have hundreds of millions to pay in dead cap if they choose to follow this option. They, they might even need to fully rebuild because they'll have to cut a lot of their best players, Bakhtiari, Jones, and Smith, um, and perhaps they'll not be capable of paying some of the guys that we consider young players on the team right now, like Rashawn Gary, because they have all this dead cap to deal with. So, if you win the Super Bowl, great, nobody cares, but if you don't win the Super Bowl, oh boy, there, there uh, there's going to be a big-time bill that comes due, and people are going to be a lot less happy when that bill does come due. If they follow this option, option number one, this all-in, continued all-in approach, the Packers will have almost fully abandoned the Packer way. They'll have let themselves become 100% beholden to an MVP quarterback that simply doesn't elevate the people around him anymore, and the Packers will have put themselves in deep, deep trouble. So, as a result, you could see why this option seems relatively unappealing to me. Again, if you win the Super Bowl, that's great, phenomenal, everyone will go off, you'll be happy, Aaron Rodgers will probably ride off into the sunset, but if you don't, the Packers will have pretty much thrown the Packer way right out of the window. The only way to get back to it, this idea that Ron Wolf instilled in this organization, the only way to get back to that will be major corrections in the offseason after the 2023 season, and you'll be stuck in an extremely precarious situation. So with that, let's jump into the second option, the foot in the door version one option. That's what we'll call it. This option will potentially be an option if Aaron Rodgers doesn't retire. The Packers still beholden to their MVP quarterback, understand that they need to eat some dead cap and they'll in the same position as the Saints, do it. However, unlike the Saints, they will continue to compete while they do it because they won't eat all of it at once. Some key players, like a Bakhtiari or a Preston Smith, those guys might be re restructured, kept around, you push that money to the future. Others, perhaps an Aaron Jones, are cut, and the Packers just say, okay, we're going to eat their cap hit. And then, in free agency, the Packers will probably not be very active. They might supplement the roster to a degree, but you're going to mainly be relying on guys like Watson, Dobbs, and Rodgers to win them games alongside the defense. So in the short term, you'll probably get, you know, a team just a bit above average depending on the defense and the quarterback. You will sort of be competing, but not compete be competing very heavily. However, you'll also not necessarily be greatly mortgaging the future because you can still come move on to love relatively easily after the season and the hope is that you can pay all of the young players on your team still because you ate some of the dead cap 
if Rodgers in this season comes back, plays like an MVP, and actually wins them games, is a reason that they're winning games, and the defense plays even just near its potential, then you'll probably get a legitimate Super Bowl contender in 2023. But, let's be honest, the Packers will probably still fall short, and people will blame Goody for not going all in. If the defense plays poorly, yet again, and or Rodgers plays at a similar level to the way he played this year, then you'll likely have a, you know, fringe playoff team that gets knocked out early, and you have yet another tumultuous offseason with a bunch of decisions that really need to be made. So, that's the short term. The short term is you get a team that maybe can really compete if everything goes well, but maybe can't compete if things go very wrong. In the long term, you get a a very non-committal year. You don't really mortgage too much of the future because yes, you've pushed contracts like a maybe Bakhtiari even further into the future, but you have at the same time eaten some of Jonesy's contract. And so they are, you, those two move sort of even out and you're just in a not great cap situation, but sort of a similar situation to the one you're in right now because of your moderately okay, I should call it because it's not a decent cap situation, but I guess you could call it an okay cap situation. Because of that, you can move on to Jordan Love without rebuilding. You can pay the current players on your roster, be it over Sean Gary, and you can hopefully go back to the Packer way and keep this long championship window open, assuming Love is the guy. However, still, I'm still not a fan of this strategy because you're being extremely non-committal in terms of competing. You're sort of saying, if the guys on our roster all play very well, we'll be a very good competitor, but if they don't, we'll suck. However, while you're being non-committal about competing this year, you're being very committal in terms of sticking by a declining quarterback and refusing to, and still refusing after three years to open up the next chapter of Packers football. With that, those are the two options with Aaron Rodgers. With that, we jump into option three, the foot in the door version two option. And this is my favorite option. In this option, Rodgers has gone through almost certainly retirement or however unlikely a trade. And at that point, you move into the Jordan Love era because Rodgers's cap hit will look much better if he's fully off the books because you traded him away or more likely partially off the books because he retired then you get a lot more flexibility you keep key guys like Preston Smith David Bakhtiari Aaron Jones even around and from there you supplement the offense you don't put any big money into free agency but you supplement the offense through the draft and as a result, in the short term, you're most likely building a mid-tier playoff team. Perhaps you can go on a run, but most likely this team will get knocked out around the divisional round. Now, maybe Jordan Love turns out to be absolutely incredible, and the Packers win it all or you know, go to the NFC Championship and lose again. That would be great. I would love that. Maybe Love is absolutely terrible. The Packers don't even sniff the playoffs, but... What you'll most likely get, and what the average result, I would guess, is, is that you'll get a fringe competitive playoff team, and you're going to have some fun. That's the short term. In the long term, this is the Packer way. You've moved on. You've said, 
We got real close to getting rid of the Packer way to losing it here, but we're not going to do that. We're going to move on. We're going to go from Rodgers to Love, and hopefully we're going to open up the Jordan Love era in Green Bay. Now, maybe he's not very good, and the Packers choose to move on, but I fully believe that this option, because you've surrounded Love with all this talent, will allow you to make a very fair assessment of Jordan Love. Again, you can say... Jordan Love looked good, he's going to be our permanent starter, and this is going to be Jordan Love's era of football in Green Bay. Or you can say, he wasn't very good, we're going to move on, and we're going to draft a guy, we're going to draft Caleb Williams, because we're at 10 and we traded a, a second and a third to move up. We're going to take Caleb Williams, and we're going to start his era in Green Bay. And again, this option is, as I said, my favorite by surrounding love with talent. You learn whether or not he has what it takes to be great. If he succeeds, great. It's the Jordan Love area. If he doesn't, okay, you go on a QB hunt almost. You find the next QB and you make it their era in Green Bay. That is what you need to do. This is how you get back to the Packer way. You say, you know what? We may have stretched Aaron Rodgers out for a bit too long, but he's now gone, and we're moving on to Jordan Love. And then the fourth option is shut the door. Just a soft one-year rebuild, almost like 2018 here. You trade Rodgers, or again, more likely, you let him retire, and then you just move on to Jordan Love. But instead of, you know, paying some guys, pushing Bakhtiari's contract to the future, and Jonesy's contract, and Smith's contract, you just kind of cut most of those guys. Maybe you keep someone like Bakhtiari around because he is probably their best player on the team. But you cut Aaron Jones, you cut Preston Smith, and you eat all that dead cap. So in the short term, you probably get a team that misses the playoffs after losing a good amount of talent. Maybe, maybe again, Jordan Love looks really good, so they make the playoffs. Maybe he doesn't look very good, so they just finish terribly. But overall, you, you get... Uh, middling to, to poor team. In the long term, you've turned the page. The goal with option four is to turn the page 100%. You open up the Jordan Love era in Green Bay. Yes, he'll probably have to get two years regardless of his performance because of the lack around of talent. You can't necessarily make a fair um, decision on whether or not he's a permanent starter, but you'll get to generally see what he has to offer. And Hopefully, this is, like option three, just the start of the Jordan Love era. It's the start of the Jordan Love era with kind of a more harsh start because you've gotten rid of a bunch of talent. And I, I really like this option, too. I think it's slightly different from the other one because you, you're you not really devoting yourself to building a playoff team. Instead, you're saying we're devoting ourselves to seeing what Jordan Love has. But if you do this, you maybe you're not great for one year, but... Assuming Jordan Love's good, you come back and you look really strong the next year. And those are the four options. I like options three and four, which, funnily enough, both include Jordan Love. Not a big fan of options one and two because it feels like if you follow options one and two, you're digging yourself into an even, even deeper hole. And that is where you just get into trouble. So, my summary of this episode. If Rogers returns you have essentially two options. You can, again, either push basically all the big contracts back, keep all of your best players and move forward with them, or you can begin the moving on process. You can let some guys come back, restructure their deals well, letting other guys move on, and generally hoping to field a very competitive team if everything goes right 
while still sort of allowing yourself the fallback option of next year everything goes to crap we can go to love if Rodgers moves on and love steps in you have again two options the Packers can a either keep some guys around hope for a playoff berth and move from there or they can fully reload this year they can get rid of almost all of the big contracts and they can begin a new era of football in Green Bay those are your four options. We'll talk when Rodgers makes his decision about whether it's going to be option one slash two that the Packers can follow or three slash four, again, fully depending on whether or not Rodgers returns. And then we can look even more closely at the other possible moves that the Packers need to make. Next episode, we will discuss Brian Gutekunst's season wrap-up press conference, and we'll discuss all the players on the Packers roster. So we'll discuss at like all 53 of them and we'll talk about what their future looks like whether they're definitely gone like a an Alan Lazard who we'll talk about next time definitely kept like a Christian Watson or maybe gone maybe not like an Aaron Jones so that is what I have for you thank you as always very much for listening to Dedicated Packers and until next time Go Pack Go Go